You know, the, the thing about Batman <clears throat> and Bill Finger is, you know, it, it, he, he, and this, this whole thing lives on almost a totally different spectrum from what a lot of people have gotten into some debates about when it comes to what's the most important aspect about comics. Is it the uh, writers? Is it the artist? It can't possibly be both, everyone said out loud. <laughs> Who's better, even though this whole thing is about a balanced form of storytelling and communication in like, fucking, just as what Eisner said, text and image combined. But of course, nobody, I don't know, cared? I don't, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's like so... Bill Finger, we all, right, right. A lot of us know the story. Bob Kane was a shithead and all that crap. All right, Bob Kane deserves some credit where it's due, okay? Just like Stan Lee, he also deserves credit where it's due. Look, I'm not happy with a lot of the shit that I heard that Stan Lee wound up doing. I'm not. But the dude still deserves a lot of fucking credit for a bunch of stuff that he absolutely did do. There is a lot of stuff that he actually did do. And the man absolutely deserves that fucking credit. Bob Kane, <laughs> nearly not as much as what Stanley did, but there's still some credit involved. You know, after all, Bob Kane's the reason why Batman even got out there in the first place. <laughs> okay, okay. Because um, Bill Finger was just a writer, not really a business guy. Bob Kane, unfortunately, was a dude that absolutely loved attention. And, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, um, so, all right. What are some of the most incredible aspects about Batman with the early comics? Is it the artwork? Is it the writing? Does, does anybody give a shit? I don't know. Let's find out together. So, look. Here's where I, I sort of come away from it this way. I've, I've read Batman in every single era. I absolutely adore Batman. Um... I haven't liked what they've been doing for about 10 years now, but <laughs> uh, I still check it out because I'm that much of a fan that I'm just like, but what's happening? You know, and then I try it out and then I'm like, ah, there's a wedding involved. I'm out. You know, <laughs> And then I uh, come back and I'm like, what's the city of Bane? And I check it out and then I leave again. And I'm just like, I'm not fucking touching that shit until that dude with a four fucking letter last name leaves. And then he leaves and then I check it out and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I'm in it for two issues and then I fucking hightail it the fuck out of there again. But I'm back again now because Chip Zdarsky is doing it and um, I never really cared about him, but I think I am now. I actually really like what's happening now. Granted, we're only... Two issues in, but I like them. I like it a lot. I like it a whole lot. Anyway, so Batman, there's a bunch of Batman stuff out. There's a bunch of amazing Batman stuff out there. But you want to know something that always, always, always holds up is that Batman needs good writing. Batman always needs good writing. You can't just go off of Batman alone. 
You can't, okay? And I have proof, Tom King. It doesn't work, okay? You, can, you can't come up with nothing and expect only the art to sell us on this. Because guess what? That's not comics, okay? That's just a book printed with a bunch of amazing-looking uh, pictures. You should just make a fucking picture book and walk away at that point. All right, but they didn't do that, okay? They had him write words and passed it off as a goddamn comic book. No, worse, they passed it off as a fucking story. So anyway, um, so there's some great writing <laughs> involved with Batman that, that is there. Like Ed Brew Baker did a really good job. He didn't do it the way that I would have liked it, but it was still pretty good. Uh, fucking Chuck Dixon did a really great job. Doug Monch also did a pretty good job. Monch, what was interesting about, I also don't even know if I ever actually say his last name correct, so if I butcher it, I'm very sorry. Um, Doug wrote Batman, I think, a few times prior to when he got to work with Kelly Jones on a run that I really love. Um... And his writing styles definitely shifted, and I believe that it was because it was supposed to be based on the type of stories that he was doing, I believe. And I believe that uh, he definitely changed things out to be more visual um, in its approach, uh, just like a lot of the guys did, actually, in the uh, 90s. There was more of like a visual approach to it, um, except Alan Grant, who absolutely still added some pretty gorgeous prose to the shadow of the uh, bat stuff here and there. Uh, not just him also. I mean, there were other guys that also did that too. You still had Denny O'Neill that did a great job with it. Um, Denny O'Neill is a really great example. Is still my number one favorite writer of Batman uh, solely just kind of based on like a lot of his like just gorgeous writing techniques and uh, the way that he wrote. Because you can actually see what he wrote. You can see why he's a good writer. You know, you, you can read it, and you can see it, and you can say, wow, this is why everybody liked him. You know, it's kind of hard to say that right now. Like, if, you, if somebody went up to me and said, you know, Tom King's a really good writer, and I read it, and I go, how do you know? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, how do you know he's a good writer? I'm like, what is happening here that is telling you that he's a really good writer? And they'll be like, well... Look at all the images. He didn't draw the images, though. He, he, he just... <laughs> all he did was write down what's going to happen in the uh, panel. And then somebody else showed up and, 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 and uh, drew that. And he, he, he doesn't get much credit for that. Unless he fucking wrote something into it that, I don't know, could make it sound exciting... Or something, you know, something in there to kind of make you be like, wow, I'm fucking thinking on a whole other level here now. How do you fucking know he's a good writer? Is it in the uh, dialogue? Because if so, holy shit. No, 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 no. And I'm not saying that you can't do that, because you can. What I'm saying is that his writing of dialogue was shit. <laughs> that, that is what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> You absolutely can tell comics by doing it where... where but, but, but that's where you need, like, excellent fucking 
artists. But you also need, though, a story to be broken down in that way as well, too, to which Tom King, guess what? Fucking didn't, okay? You know what he did? He took a nine-panel grid and filled the whole goddamn page up with one fucking image because he's artistic. Fuck you. You had nine panels. Tell your goddamn story. Anyway, so... <laughs> this, this is not about hating on Tom King. We can make a whole other video about that. Um, that was just a side <laughs> rant. Um, now look, from a lot of the different Batmans that I've read and a bunch of the different writers that I've checked out, guys that have done a really good job, Archie Goodwin, all right, Alan Grant, Denny O'Neill, definitely Steve Englehart. Oh, def definitely. Um, and then, of course, there's the older stuff. There's the, uh, the uh, Golden Age Batman stuff. doesn't get a whole lot of attention I guess there's not a whole lot of stuff that a lot of people like to go towards that. A lot of people like to look to the Golden Age more for inspiration for what they want to do with the character going forward as opposed to just kind of going backwards and being like, let's check it out, let's read it. Hey, this is kind of fun. Or hey, this is kind of good. I think, though, that what happens is that a lot of people get kind of turned off by some of the artwork. Now, look, I'm not really going to blame you. Bob Kane's artwork is a little bit rough. His inking is a bit rough. Um, actually, there are times where he was only the penciler and there was another inker, and at times like that is probably when Bob's drawings worked out. Honestly. Honestly, I, I, I do. It's, see? Look, credit where it's fucking due, okay? Sometimes his pencil work wasn't bad, and it's when there was a much better inker. Um, other times, we all know he did indeed uh, plagiarize a few things. He, he, he swiped things, and... Um, I don't know if I have really much of a thing to say about swiping because I feel like it's been a part of comics for fucking ever. Uh, it's, it's, it's been around there for the longest time. Wally Wood had a swipe file. Wally Wood. All right. You know why? Because he'd fucking swipe things here and there. Okay? I do remember there was a thing that he said. Somebody at a con approached him and said, I love your trees. And Wally Wood would say... Those aren't my trees. Those are Hal Foster trees. He wasn't even hiding it. You know, it's like... But you want to know something, though. Like, Wood could do, like, a fucking a billion fucking things. So, okay, he's going to swipe something here and there. He also draws, like, a billion fucking things in every single style known out there. I love Wally Wood. <laughs> Probably my number one favorite from EC next to... Uh, well, probably Will Elder. I really enjoyed his work. But anyway, um, so Bob Kane's work, I think, is a little bit of a turnoff to some people. And I also think that maybe what everybody has heard about Bob Kane is probably more of a turnoff. Everybody being like, I'm not going to read that. It's just a bunch of plagiarized things of fucking... That isn't Batman, it's just Tarzan, you know? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> there's definitely some pulls from the shadow. Uh, a lot of it is very shameless, you know? <laughs> just, oh. It, you know, but, but that's, I, I'm not, I'm not here to, I'm not, I'm not here for that part. I'm here to really discuss Bill Finger and his writing. And what I'd like to point out is, I think, truthfully, that he's the best part of the 
golden age Batman. Not really so much the art. There are some pretty good and fun artists that absolutely uh, ghosted for Bob. Um, Jerry Robinson did a really good Batman. Uh, probably one of my all-time favorite of all the golden age stuff, and I wish he did more interiors. He did mainly covers, and they were always amazing looking. Um, but I really wish that he did more of the interiors. Uh, of course, there's Dick Sprang, who did a really great Batman as well. I always enjoyed Dick Sprang's Batman, this, this like big, bulky, blocky dude. Um, <clears throat> and then, of course, there was Shelley Moldoff. There's a few others who, unfortunately, I forgot, but I know that they were like the main ones. And uh, they were all spectacular. They were. And they all absolutely deserve credit for, all, for, for fucking everything that they've done. Um... So this, this is not to overshadow them. This is not to say that they sucked. No, they didn't. Uh, but I will tell you this, though, that at um, more times than I can count, I enjoyed reading Bill Finger's text more than looking at the images. At times, almost felt more like Batman could have really always worked as like a prose story because I enjoyed... Bill's writing so much. They all they they all would have most liked stories, like really short, like I don't know, a few pages long. Who cares? You know, as long as you had a really good time. I have I've actually written a few little I actually have a uh, character out right now who is done with only four page stories. And that's it. And it is a lot like the way that uh, uh uh, Golden Age comic books were all done, but it's in a uh, prose format, so it's. But it's dealing with kind of like superhero material, so it's all it's all kind of stuff like that. It's called Flash Fiction Pulp, and it's a uh, character that I uh, created a while back now called the Scarlet Rosary, and I'm still doing a bunch more stuff with that. I'm still writing more stories. I'm trying to come up with a uh, comic strip adaptation, and I, and I'm also trying to come up with a uh, novella as, as as well. So there's. There's all sorts of stuff coming after that, but um, I feel that Bill Finger could have gotten away with that, and you still would have been like, "Hey, that's pretty cool," you know. You still you still could have had some of the ghost artists do like a few uh, pen and ink illustrations. You would have had some really good stuff, and I really think that. I think that would be fun even now. <laughs> uh, so Bill Finger's writing. I mean, like, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that this was like. It was an artsy-fartsy, and I believe that Denny O'Neill's prose was better overall. But um, in the terms of just this straightforward storytelling that would still, like, sometimes paint more of an image in your head more than the actual illustrations did. You know, I, th I, I believe that sort of altered a bit when Dick Sprang was doing it. Um, but... With a lot of the early stuff, though, especially when Bob Kane was still involved, there is a lot more text involved that sometimes is more exciting. Now, I don't want anybody going in there being all like, he said this was fucking great. <laughs> not all of it. Okay, Sometimes some of it's not that great. Sometimes you're just kind of reading something that's already happening on the actual panel. 
and so you you do lose some enjoyment. Um, these are not perfect uh, uh, comics at all. Uh, in fact, I'd probably argue that the biggest attraction about Batman was uh, not so much the writing, but the design and the mood and the atmosphere of him was probably what really sold him back then. Uh, not so much of what was happening. Sort of one of those things where the character really kind of took over more than what was actually happening. Uh, it's really not until, I'd say, like the 60s and on did we actually start to care about what's happening. Um, so, um, you know, uh, well, maybe the 50s and on, but... Um, so, you know, what is it about Bill Finger? Why doesn't he get much more of the actual credit? Well, I think because, as I think, maybe nobody knows how to talk about comic book writers. Maybe that's it. You know, maybe nobody really knows how. Maybe we just kind of sit there and we're just all like, he was always the behind-the-scenes the guy. You know, you don't really care about what he actually wrote. You only care about what he came up with. You know, and then you watch an artist take over from that. And I think certainly that's a way, but it's not a way that I think is all that great. You know, I, th I think that there's a way to do this where ego still does not come into play. You know, you don't have to sit there and be like, I fucking did that. Like, no. There's still a way to blend these two evenly, perfectly, and I think that Bill Finger was kind of a part of it, but to be honest, sometimes it felt a little imbalanced. And the imbalance sometimes falls more on the artist for these comics. Uh, and, and I just found myself reading Bill's text, his, his prose, more. Any single time that any sort of prose would sort of uh, pop up would always be more exciting to me. Um, than the actual drawings. Like, there would be descriptions of, like, um, like there, there would be, like, a one panel, like, a wide panel, and it's Batman, and he's doing, like, a move, and there's just a bunch of guys around him, and they're all getting knocked on their ass. <clears throat> and to be honest, the drawing is not that exciting. It kind of looks like he's just sort of running and pushing them out of the way almost like a football player. That is what the drawing looks like. But the text, Bill Finger's text, actually sort of paints a much more exciting image that almost kind of gaslights you, <laughs> you, you, you know, because it's like, oh, wait, this is exciting. Look, uh, uh, look at him go, even though when you actually got to pull it back, it's like the... The text is not actually matching the actual image because, like I said, where the image is uh, Batman seeming as if he's just kind of like pushing guys down, the text itself is uh, going to say something like, with uh, great panther-like agility, Batman's fists flay around the room like a tornado, you know, or just something descriptive and like exciting and it's like whoa like batman's like wrecking the house you know <laughs> like like the warehouse fight scene from from uh 
uh, Batman v uh, Batman v Superman. I fucking forgot what that movie was called already. Um, it's like that, but you're like reading it, and it's just as exciting as it is to watch it because your imagination is like, whoa, look at all the shit that he's doing. You know, and, th- and that's, that's what makes a lot of these other kind of characters like uh, Tarzan and The Shadow and one of my personal favorites, John uh, Carter. You know, they do all these amazing, exciting things in your head because there's only so much that is described and it's, it's just to help you. It's like just enough to help you be like, whoa, that's fucking cool. And that's kind of what a lot of the text for Bill's Batman was. Like, Bill Finger would write these, like, exciting uh, prose and text and uh, descriptions, like, in these comics and stuff. So you were, like, really, like, reading something, like, exciting. You know, and and, and I, I I wouldn't really be surprised if there were a lot of kids that absolutely fell in for that and they were just like oh my god yeah this is so exciting even though the images are not that exciting like at all you know um, sometimes there are some pretty decent to fine illustrations and but I, I guess that's when you have to ask yourself how much of that is Bill and how much is that uh, I, I, I mean uh, Bob and how, how uh, much of that is somebody else's art just kind of swiped and there's a Batman costume over it whatever but so that's that's just a thing I just kind of wanted to say about Bill Finger, man. Like, it, I I have to admit I recommend that you check out the uh, early uh, Golden Age of Batman stuff when he was writing it, and just I don't know, see what you get out of it by just putting more focus on his writing than on any of the actual illustrations because they're not that great of like illustrations. The writing, again, is not top tier. It's not. But it's more exciting. And still, I mean, it, it ignites my imagination. You know, like I'm, I'm just sort of visualizing, in a sense, like a cooler Batman than what, Bob Kane is drawing. <laughs> Even when he's swiping, uh, I still like just envision better things happening just just off of the text alone. And uh, you just sort of kind of walk away saying like, wow, I like Bill's writing more. Like that was more exciting. Yeah.